This is a CBC Podcast. Flight 2018 for Pyeongchang, now boarding. If you hadn't heard of Tedian Blauman 10 days ago, it meant you weren't a student of long track speed skating. If you still haven't heard of Tedian Blauman, you really have been missing out. Ted's incredible 10,000-meter race has turned the world of speed skating upside down. He is a certifiable star of the Pyeongchang Games. I'm Kelly Vanderbeek, and downhill was my ski passion. Now, I'm the host of Olympic Overnight. This is PYC Podcast. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. Obviously, a big smile on your face. Um, How many interviews have you done? Are you pretty exhausted? Uh, I haven't keeping track. (laughs) (laughs) You've lost count, I can imagine. Just kick this off, Ted Jan Bowman. What do you like to be called? Ted, Ted J, Teddy D, Ted, super fast guy on ice? Yeah, let's do the last one. Okay, no. super fast guy on ice. You heard it here. <laughs> Ted's good. Ted's good. Okay. You're the first Canadian to medal in the 10,000 meters since 1932. That's, uh, that's a long drought in the long distances for Canada. Do you feel like you changed history there in any way? Um... Well, you know, when you're uh, busy getting ready for the Olympics, you're not not really focusing on changing history. It's just about that. Uh, it's just about that one race that you're preparing for, and um, the race you want to win, and and then achieving that goal is it's that's good enough for itself. <laughs> when you came to Canada, you wrote a POV for CBC, and you said, "Well, Holland gave me my start. It was my father's birth country that gave me my future." And your dad was born in New Brunswick. Now that you're in the midst of such success as a Canadian, obviously mm-hmm. it was a good choice to change and <laughs> to join our country. Yes. But where where does your heart lie? Is it in Holland or is it in Canada or is it a mix? Um. Well, it. I'm I'm Canadian now and. And I was I was really proud to be on the on the podium and and uh, hear the Canadian anthem for me and I wouldn't want it any other way, but um, you know I I grew up in Holland and I lived there for 27 years, so obviously like there's a part of me that's still feels Dutch. But, Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. But um, you know the last four years I've been so happy I've been so uh, relaxed and um, I've learned so much and I had such a great team around me and um, you know it feels really good to um, to achieve something like this and then not really feel prouder yourself but just feel like grateful and proud of the team and proud to be part of this team and that's a little bit of a different feeling and it's better I think it is one it's different but it's it's good whether it's better or not it's just it's great we're obviously happy to have you in Canada but heard you had some trepidation coming to Canada um, not so much for skating or having a fresh start but because your girlfriend at the time is that true Um, yeah well um, we only met like half a year before I moved to Canada so she's Canadian she's Dutch Oh, yeah. she's Dutch. Okay. Um, yeah. So we we were we were always gonna break up. Um, yeah. When we started our relationship, I was like, yeah, it's only gonna last like a couple of months, and then I'm going to Canada. And like, yeah, I know only knew her for like half a year, so I couldn't ask from her to come with me. But then, um, yeah, she su- suggested to like try and and like come visit me in the summer and. 
and um, and make the decision then, like a couple of months later. And so she did, and um, and we had a great vacation. We still really liked each other, and she decided to move over. So that was, uh, uh, yeah, I was super pumped about that, and we've been super happy together since. So. Well, th there's yeah. a ring on your finger, so she's not yes. just a girlfriend anymore. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Something about your racing, uh, your coach Bart Shouten, he talked about how important it is for you to stay calm and how hard it is to stay calm in the midst of a race. Where did you find the strength to stay in the moment in, in the 10,000 as well as the 5,000? Yeah, it's always been really hard for me to, you know, be busy with your execution of the race during the race and because you, you always tend to think about the result and like because you want it so bad you want to win that race so bad but you got to execute it first and then and then you can't control what your opponents are doing so it, it's not beneficial to think about the result but it's really hard to not do that mm -hmm. um, but um, for the last four years we've we've been um, like training in such a consistent way and and um, and every race uh, became more and more of a routine and and the warm-up always the same and a lot of things were always the same and then um, at some point you, you just really start like buying into that routine and it really helps me to uh, stay in the moment you speak about routine and having that structure around you and Canada from every account that I hear they really believed in you when you came here and they were excited to have you and you were lacking that in Holland is that correct yeah, like I think naturally I'm I'm very inconsistent person. <laughs> I my focus is just all over the place, and especially if there's a lot around me happening, and I'm not like happy and relaxed. Um, so I really needed like structure. And in Holland, I was moving from team to team a lot, so every year would be totally different, and that would only make it worse, right? And then, yeah. and then um, yeah, the last four years it's just been like the same like every time and that really really helped me for some people from the outside they might look and say wow you're a 31 year old overnight success <laughs> <laughs> but do you find um, that it's been a real journey to get here and how long do you think you can sustain it do you plan to continue um, yeah I definitely plan to continue um, I'm just gonna take it year by year I'm still uh, having so much fun with the, with with speed skating and you know I really love what I do and I love the team that I have around me so I, I don't see any reason to to stop just yet and um, I hope there's still many years to come when I saw their happy tears when you finished and you won gold can you describe what kinds of emotion and where your thoughts were wandering in that moment um, yeah it's it's like you said like I'm 31 years old and um, suddenly the last couple of years I've been uh, I've been uh, doing so much better and um, yeah you think about uh, all the years that that I've put into this and uh, and and all the years that I've been failing and then now finally uh, I found my way and um, and and it led to uh, Olympic gold so you certainly found your way and I mean you beat the the famed Sven Kramer from the Netherlands. Uh, some listeners may not know that name, but in Holland that is Wayne Gretzky or that is Sidney Crosby uh, to the speed skating world. What was it like when he congratulated you and what's your relationship like with him? Um, yeah, I've, I've never actually been on a team with him in Holland and never really had like much uh, interaction with him. So I don't really know him very well but he of course we know uh, <laughs> we know his um, yeah his um, 
his wins. I mean, like he's been winning like pretty much everything for more than 10 years now, I think. So um, that makes it uh, that makes it pretty nice to actually beat him. <laughs> no joke. Well, when you beat yeah. his world record and you're taking off his name on the wall and you threw it on the ground for the 5,000 meter, then you put your name on the wall. Come on, that must have felt good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, that world record on the five kilometers, um, when I, you know, that that was such an epic race when he did that. He he, he got um, he got beat by uh, Italian skater Enrico Fabrice the week before, and then he was so mad. And then the next week he, he just crushed the world record. And um, and like to this day, it was like it's still I'm like, like I love watching that race. He was he was there was so much anger in that race, and and he went so much faster than anyone has ever gone before. So for me to beat that record, and like I beat it by quite a big margin too, that was that was crazy. Like I was like wow, does I just did that? I couldn't believe it. Where did the belief in yourself come from? I mean, you knew in Holland, and you've said this. You're like I knew I had something special, but nobody believed in me. Where did that belief come from? Yeah, I'm not sure. At some point, I started doubting it myself too. Like, what? Like, am I fooling myself here? Or, but in the end, um, I was able to show it. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Is it rooted in some early childhood memory of skating, or in your family confidence they had in you? Um, no, I think it's mostly I've mostly been feeling on the ice that. Um, there was a little bit more to gain in my technique and, and my physical like performance. So I, I just always believed that there was more, I, that I could do better. But uh, I, I wasn't sure how to find it. And you needed somebody like Bart Schouten, uh, coach, to, to rein you in, keep you focused, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're in Canada, what's your favorite part about Canada? Uh, <laughs> Other than our maple I, syrup, because it's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I've been living in Calgary, and um, uh, for me, uh, it's the climate is super nice. Like there's so much sun, <laughs> and coming from Holland, uh, I've I've yeah. been used to a lot of rain and uh, gray days, especially Cold in the all. winter. So uh, yeah, the cold doesn't really bother me, and it's it's pretty dry and sunny, so it's uh, it's not as depressing. And then. Uh, in the summer, uh, we like to go into the mountains, and it's the nature is amazing. And um, I've had like so many new experiences, like uh, snowshoeing. We've been doing some snowshoeing for training, and found out that I absolutely love that. So, <laughs> maybe a competitive snowshoer in the future. I don't know uh, if they can really. do that. <laughs> but it's a it is a calm yeah. thing to do, isn't it, to get out in the mountains? Do you think you'll stay in Calgary? Or do you think you'll explore more, especially in retirement, which I know is not in your imminent future? Yeah, um, yeah, that's something. Um, yeah, that maybe a decision that I'll I'll make later when I'm done speed skating, and I'll make that decision together with my wife. Okay. Well, have you um, have you talked family yet? Are you guys going to expand the Blauman clan? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't think they are gonna move over, but you know, who knows? Maybe. Well, no, I was talking kids, not your family coming over. I was oh. Talking kids. <laughs> oh, that's oh, uh, that's uh, that's our secret still. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no. What about food? Have you tried poutine yet? It's a very important question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. And? <laughs> I still have to try it in Quebec. I hear it's better there. 
Okay. So that's <laughs> a, I didn't like it. No, I actually did, but. <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah. Not every Canadian you likes don't? it. Well, it depends on the mood. <laughs> there are times when it's fabulous, but yeah, yeah. Tortilla pie. Have you I tried need to that try one? and eat uh, healthy, right? <laughs> I know, I know. How about tortilla pie? Have you heard of tortilla pie? No. So, oh, it's what, a meat pie. It's a Quebec. It, a lot of our things come from Quebec. I have hmm. a Montreal mother, so. <laughs> Anyhow, now, you've talked about a few things, and you've called yourself Galuch Vogel, lucky man. Am I saying that anywhere near correctly? Uh, do you want me to pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, you pronounce <laughs> it. I'll repeat it. Uh, Glücksvogel. Gluck, okay, I was nowhere near. <laughs> Glücksvogel. So that's lucky yeah. man in Holland. It's a uh, it's lucky bird. Lucky bird. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you feel like a lucky bird? Um, you know, I've just uh, just being as happy as I've been the last years, and and um, and I've I've uh, I have such a great wife, and we live in such a great place now, and I have such a great team around me. Uh, you, you know, at, at some point you just you just need some luck every once in a while. And, you got some luck and I got it. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with your medals? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I tend to get really happy when I look at them lately. <laughs> <laughs> you slept with them? Uh, no, but oh, they're close. Yeah. <laughs> Under your pillow, perhaps? <laughs> Maybe I should try that. Uh, you'll have time, and I'm sure yeah. your family will be excited. Is your family here? Uh, they were here. Yeah. They were here. They saw you race. Yeah. What were the first words you said to them after the race? Uh, no words, just hugs. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was uh, it was amazing to give them a good big hug after uh, after such a race. Yeah. Nobody seems to get the journey like parents, huh? Yeah, yeah, they've been there from the start, and uh, you know, you tell them all your troubles uh, whenever so they know all that and they know uh, how hard it has been so every little bit of it have you been on any of the outdoor rinks in alberta skating outside uh no but i would um i would love to at some point uh like go on some natural ice lakes before the snow kicks in yeah there's some beautiful some, ones uh, this black year. you ice. must have seen the pictures yeah. this year and yeah. around canmore yeah. valley area lake louise it was beautiful it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah so, so hopefully uh, early next winter I can uh, check that out. Yeah, it's pretty unique. Well, thank you so much, Ted. Thank you. Thank you. Ted Yan and I spoke in the International Broadcast Center, otherwise called the IBC, here in Pyeongchang. Email your comments to us, pycpodcast at cbc.ca. Social media, it's a hashtag cbcpycpodcast. Ken Wolf is the executive for this project. PYC Podcast is mixed by Andrea Morales. David Giddens is the producer. And I'm Kelly Vanderbeek. Thanks for listening. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.